Welcome to Intersections, the RIT podcast. Today's conversation is between Eugene Fram, Professor Emeritus from Saunders College of Business, and Chris Jackson, Associate Dean of the College of Art and Design. The two discuss how they came to value the importance of critical thinking and the role it plays in education, business, design, and everyday life. So Gene, what is applied critical thinking? It's higher levels of thinking, and not only higher levels, but in its various forms. When we're talking about higher levels of thinking, we're talking about the ability to apply the information in new situations, to analyze or draw conclusions among different ideas, to evaluate or justify a stand or a decision or at the top level, which is very difficult to reach, but I hope many will reach for it, that is to create, to produce a new or original work of some sort, or a new idea, or a basic idea. Those are the four types of higher level thinking. Now, there are different forms of critical thinking, and that varies by field, and they're all appropriate in their fields, and some are appropriate to be bifield, so to speak. One is design thinking, which is uh, very much appropriate to what we're talking about today. Computational thinking, decision-making under uncertainty, which is common for business organizations. Agile thinking, you know that agile is very important for testing and things of that nature. And finally, logic. Critical thinking is not one thing. It is an application of these things under these conditions. And I think it plays a crucial role, especially in the College of Art and Design. Uh If you think about the creative process, all artists and designers typically start with a blank slate, Uh um, a blank canvas, a blank frame, blank screen. And then through this generative creative process, they create something new, unique, unusual, original that hasn't been built before, seen Uh before. And the applied critical thinking plays a major role in that. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps getting from point A, which is your blank slate, to the end product. Yeah. And the more successful that end product is, is based on how well you applied this higher level critical thinking. That, that's right. absolutely right. Why has applied critical thinking been such a particular focus of yours for so many years? Oh, well, after teaching a couple years, I taught the way I was taught. Uh, Multiple choice tests, a lot of lecture, openly getting class uh, participation. And finally, one day I was lecturing and I asked the class, would you please take out a piece of paper and tell me what you are thinking about? when I was just lecturing. So be honest with it. Out of 15 students, I found only two were focused on the lecture. So at that point in my career, I said, I've got to change my teaching methods. I've got to get the students to think about what what they are doing. What I did was to develop uh, assignments and experiences that require the students to apply principles and concepts covered in class in relation to real-world situations. For example, I would bring a senior executive uh, into the class. They were there to have a conference with the students about the topic that we were looking at. 
And then when the senior executive left, I would ask the, the students to provide a paper on uh, for me, which I evaluated on how the experience that they had with the senior executives related to the course material. It motivated them or forced them, depending upon how you look at it, to think about the issues, mm -hmm. to think about the concepts and principles we were talking about. And what was the result of it? Some 30 plus years after I had one particular student, and uh, he became an anonymous donor uh, to the Fram chair. And what he did he remembered? He remembered the critical thinking. Uh, that was involved with the course. In our college, we do kind of reactionary critiques. Yes, That's yeah, kind of the yeah. same thing, same. where we try to evaluate their thought process. Why did they choose the color that they did, the typeface that they uh, mm. picked for a particular poster? And sometimes I've seen students get brand new ideas just from this whole critical analysis process. Mm -hmm. I think having these reactionary, whether it's in paper or just within a classroom, kind of oral kind of critical analysis, helps the whole process of critical and creative thinking. And if it's an end product that you're talking about, you have to understand the user yes. and how they use the item in all its dimensions. It's a perfect example with designers. Yeah. Uh, designers have to empathize with their users. Mm -hmm. Part of the process is they're either designing a new product, a new service, and one of the ways to create a robust solution is to truly understand the user, what their needs are, their desires, what their frustrations are. Applied critical thinking is employed in our classes through role-playing. We have our designers take on the role of the user to understand them. We use applied critical thinking skills such as listening, questioning, and then we synthesize all of that feedback into the iterative process of creating this robust mobile app, website, product, service, messaging, however yeah. we want to use it for. Uh, might I suggest as a marketing person that you go even further than that, that you talk to actual users to uh, see how they live, see what their behaviors are. And you don't need many of these observations to come up with something. Yes, I think that plays into the whole creative process because the creative process is all about connections. Mm. Connecting our observations, mm -hmm. connecting our experiences, connecting our knowledge base on a particular subject mm -hmm. area. Mm -hmm. And that whole critical thinking, which involves basically defining, analyzing, interpreting, judging, and evaluating mm -hmm. is critical mm -hmm. in terms of developing a robust product. How can artists and designers use it even more? Critical thinking and creative thinking go basically hand in yeah, hand. Yeah. Um, as a designer, I have to tell my students that I have to solve projects by critically thinking about what I'm trying to communicate, trying to figure out what the true message is, mm. uh, figuring out who my target audience is, what business strategy models I need to align to, at the same time I'm doing that critical analysis, I have to think about the creative side of it. How am I actually going to create an engaging solution that will stop people in their tracks, uh, communicate the message effectively, and visually entice them to learn more? 
about it. The ways that we can push uh, applied critical thinking more is through some of the benefits of that. Uh, I think applied critical thinking um, promotes keeping an open mind and learning from our successes and sometimes more importantly our failures. And as, the, as we learn from our success and failures, we grow as an artist and designers. Um, it affords us to be more of a risk taker. The applied critical thinking allows us to explore new strategies, um, allows us to take chances, go outside of one's comfort zone sometime, and maybe looking for a different type of solution or an innovative problem solving uh, solution. Most critical is applied critical thinking is all about the knowledge base that you get being knowledgeable about a specific area, asking those high profile questions, listening to your target audience, uh, analyzing the data, um, all of that, having that background story is important to see the full picture of what you're setting out to solve. Yeah. So Gene, what is the best way for someone to improve their applied critical thinking skills? Uh, uh, to broaden their perspectives wherever they are. If they are in, let's say, in business that I know best, to make sure you take a good liberal arts base that you have that understanding, the broadening skills. Those are the types of things that I think can be helpful. Yeah, I can't agree with you more. I've had a number of students, which I've encouraged them, they're interested in either starting their own business or yeah. becoming an entrepreneur to take classes outside of our college, like business classes. So it's kind of reciprocal to what you just said, you know, just broadening that whole experience. Mm -hmm. Again, the whole goal of RIT is to create these lifelong learners, creators, who are, can easily adapt to this ever-changing world that we have. Thanks for listening to Intersections, the RIT podcast, a production of RIT Marketing and Communications. To learn more about our university, go to www.rit.edu. And to hear more podcasts, visit us at www.soundcloud.com slash rittigers.